Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Brian Dainsburg Podcast, a bonus episode. I have with me Pastor John Vallier. Welcome back. Thanks, Brian. It's great to be able to be here. We are talking Lakeside Alliance Church. And uh, I want to back up before we get into the latest developments and just review a little bit for those who might be new to this podcast, why it is Alliance Bible Church is doing this in the first place. Um, Quickly, I'm going to go through eight reasons, very quickly, why we have decided to launch out on this endeavor. First of all, the scriptures encourage church planting. Read through the book of Acts very quickly, and you'll notice that one of the themes is the explosion of the church. Um, The early church was passionate about seeing it reproduce itself, and so... The scriptures, if anything, are encouraging us to do this. Second, church planting is an outworking of what the church is supposed to be. Uh, J.D. Greer has a helpful way of thinking through this. He contends that a lot of people see the church as a cruise liner. It offers luxuries for the whole family, sports, entertainment, childcare services, business networking. People show up and they ask, well, how can the church improve my quality of life? That's kind of one posture people have towards the church. Another one is the church is a battleship. It's made for mission and its success should be seen in how loudly and dramatically it fights the mission. Wait, it's not that? No, (laughs) it's not a battleship. It's not a battleship. We are not an institution that has been created to fight in that sense. Uh, The the other one is, and this is the one that um, is uh, very helpful for us to think about, and that is we are an aircraft carrier. We equip uh, we equip planes to carry the battle elsewhere. We equip uh, airplanes to, to take the battle elsewhere. And so a big part of, of church ministry is not just equipping individuals then to launch out into personal ministry, but it's also equipping individuals to launch out and be part of other churches. And, uh, and so that's, that is the nature, that's the wiring, the internal wiring of the church. Third, the need for churches is great. Think about this. In the year 1900, there were 28 churches for every 10,000 Americans. By 2004, a little over 100 years later, that number had dropped to 11 churches for every 10,000 Americans, and that continues to decrease. Uh, so... We need to plant churches. The need for it is great. Fourth, starting new churches is our most effective evangelistic outreach. The studies will show that the average new church gains one-third to two-thirds of its new members from the ranks of people who are not attending any church. While churches over 10 to 15 years of age gain 80 to 90% of new members by transfer from other congregations. So in other words, new churches are six to eight times more evangelistically effective than existing churches. So think about that. Oftentimes we think about evangelism in terms of personal conversations with lost people in our lives. We don't often think about starting a new church as an evangelistic strategy, but it is. Fifth, communities need more churches than we think. No one gospel preaching church can reach everyone. And there are hundreds of reasons for this. So Cornerstone Church in Grafton, they're going to reach people, Alliance Bible Church or Lakeside Alliance Church, Cantor couldn't reach. Cedar Creek Community Church, same thing. Lakeside Alliance Church is going to reach people that Alliance Bible Church can't or couldn't reach. Communities need a whole lot more churches than we 
typically think they do. Sixth, starting new churches grows the pie of resources available for the Great Commission. Uh, Tim Keller contends that church planting is the fastest way to grow the number of new givers to the work of ministry. And from from our church uh, association standpoint, from the Christian Missionary Alliance, wouldn't it be great to add another CMA church contributing to the Great Commission Fund that's uh, supporting missionaries around the world? Seventh, it has to do with stewardship of Alliance Bible Church. Um, you know, I don't know how many people call Alliance Bible Church their church home. Everybody's got a different formula for calculating that, but I would guess it's in the 1500 to 1800 range. Uh, average church size in America today is 90 people. <laughs> so the Lord has given us a lot of people. And with people comes time, talent, and treasure. And so what are we doing with that? Uh, how are we stewarding that? For us, not to start another church would be, in my view, tantamount to hoarding what the Lord has given us. We can't afford to do that. Uh, so starting another gospel preaching church is a stewardship issue. And eighth, planting, starting a new church, continues the family legacy. Uh, Alliance Bible Church started as a church plant. First Alliance Church in Milwaukee decided to plant a church in Mequon, Wisconsin. And uh, aren't we glad for that? I think about the people who call Alliance Bible Church their church home. I think they're exceedingly grateful that there was this group of people back in the late 70s who decided we need to start to, we need to do this. We can't afford not to. And uh, so this, this continues the family legacy. This is in our DNA. So these are reasons why we are launching out to start Lakeside Alliance Church. Now, uh, Pastor John, in an Easter of 2022, we went public with this. Mm-hmm. Almost, a, almost a year ago now, we went public with this. Uh, there is a lot of terrain in the rearview mirror yeah. as we sit here today. So talk a little bit about the journey from mm-hmm. Easter of 2022 to where we are today in the spring of 2023. Yeah. Well, you know, when I think about that journey, I really think about the two halves of it. There's that external half of it and that internal half of it. It's, 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 it's what we can see happening on the outside, but also what God has been up to on the inside and what he has been cultivating, changing, refining inside of our hearts uh, and inside of my heart, for sure, throughout this process. Which one do you want to start with? Take your pick. <laughs> well, Wherever you want to go. I think externally is a little easier to start with. Um, as we examine these past months, and you were a big part of this, really that first piece was transitioning my role. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've been a pastor here now for just about six years. And during that time, we've grown a lot. And so actually, a first big step for us was reshaping a team bringing on other people, and me starting to divest uh, the influence and the departments and uh, everything else that has been accumulated right. over that, 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 that time period. And that has, um, in many ways, that's, that's been a great joy to be able to see. A little painful, a little hard right. at times, but a real great joy of seeing other people step in and take on those minister roles. And that's part of the, the principle of church planting too, is we have these people who are capable of leading and starting this sort of thing. And so that 
that stewardship part of it has been, I think, maybe one that's a little bit overlooked uh, by those outside the action. Those inside the action have been acutely aware of it. Those outside the action may not, you know, have seen that as as clearly. But but yeah, there's been a lot of internal transition within Alliance Bible Church that comes with a combination of pain and joy as things are released and as new people step into positions and and learn and grow and develop. Yeah. And so, you know, in that sense, there was a lot of, uh, somebody used to use that old breakfast analogy, which one, you know, costs more, the eggs or the bacon, right? And <laughs> in, in a sense, there's there's been a lot of bacon uh, from Alliance Bible Church being cut off. I, I, I'm, I'm supplying the eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we've seen a lot of that kind of action. Um, and then, you know, f- moving further, from inviting new people into roles that I had previously had, it was really, it was a lot of inviting people into this new journey, this new adventure. And so that organizational structure of new leaders stepping into place and new people becoming partners in this work and new people stepping into being group leaders with community groups out there and people helping to develop and shape plans and be a part of that. So there was a lot of inviting other people into this journey, that that was the really kind of that, that, that big next step. And, and that's, of course, continued all the way up until today. And so I look at it and go, well, first of all, there's already been a lot of fruit from this this beginning portion where we didn't used to have uh, this, this gentleman be an elder. Mm-hmm. And now we've vetted, we've trained, we've grown up people within our congregation to now be sent out. And so it's really that aircraft metaphor, um, that aircraft carrier now shooting out those planes to, to take the battle elsewhere. That has been... Uh, coming to life. So LAC has elders. Yes. So, you know, Lakeside is uh, following in in the same vein of being complementarian, wanting to uh, also have elders involved from the beginning rather than maybe some far off uh, governing board or whatnot, which is many times what a church plant is kind of regulated to because there's just not the opportunity, there's not the people yet developed. Uh, But because of this multiplying effect, we had people that were that were ready for that being their next step and had been trained and had been being invested in, and now it was ready for them to be deployed. Everything rises and falls with leadership. I serve on our district executive committee, and we get a front row seat to church planting. And over the years, that's one of the things that I've noticed, uh, why church plants um, seem to take off and why they don't. Uh, a lot of it has to, boils down to leadership, and a key part of that, a critical part of that, is having elders who can spiritually lead in the church and shepherd the flock. Yeah. Now, of course, as you're inviting other people in, what happens to the vision? Well, on one hand, you have to guard it so that it doesn't get off track in the wrong direction, but you also have to begin to release that a little bit. You have to begin to open that up. And so as other people have come in, they have actually helped grow and expand the vision behind this work. I thought I was starting with a big vision here. And now I look at it, I'm going, well, this is, this is bigger. This is, this is a lot bigger. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And so it's, uh, it has definitely forced us, you know, closer towards prayer and, and so forth. And as, 
a couple of examples of how that bigger <laughs> has has been looking. Um, first of all, seeing uh, a bigger vision for awareness in this community, awareness in this area, people getting involved. We've been in parades. We've been doing service stuff. We've been talking to people. The other day, somebody told me that their hairdresser asked them if they knew about this new church coming to the area, and they're already planning on attending. <laughs> you yeah. know, that kind of excitement uh, has been building, but that happens as other people get involved. Uh, additionally, then seeing those communities be cultivated and people going, hey, how can I get involved? What can I do? What, what, how can my gifts you know, be brought to bear here? Mm-hmm. All examples of, of things growing bigger as we've invited more people in, they start inviting more people in. Yeah. And that chain reaction keeps growing there. So that's been exciting to watch. Additionally, it's also then come, of course, with a big vision for financial aspects. And so a lot of our fall you know, was really trying to tee up what's that What's that going to be like? What's that need? Just continuing to dial things down and then continuing to cast that opportunity out there. And I know you were, and I was as well, blown away Mm -hmm. by the amount of generosity that people displayed towards this work. And it was, they caught a bigger vision for it. And I mean, I just couldn't believe how fast that need was met. And it's a good lesson to us because it happened in less than ideal economic conditions where conventional wisdom would say, you know, our, our people, you're paying $6 a dozen for eggs. Oh, my no. You know, what? So, so conventional wisdom is saying that these economic conditions, I don't know if we're going to be able to raise the amount that we need to in order to get this, 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 this church off the ground. Um, but once again, you know, we... <laughs> It is the Lord who owns all this to begin with, and he can route his resources wherever he wants to. And certainly that's a significant summit that the Lord saw us to the top of, was seeing to it that the, the, uh, the financial resources are there to, uh, to be able to equip Lakeside Alliance Church uh, in a way that feeds their vision and uh, can, can be used to help accomplish that. Yeah. Well, one other, of course, big way along the way has been then the facility. I mean, how are we going to house these people? What's that going to look like? And if you're at all familiar with church planting, typically the picture you've got for a church plant and where it's meeting and so forth, you're thinking, I'm probably sitting on a fold-out metal chair in a gymnasium someplace or a school cafeteria. Maybe I'm in, you know, a movie theater or something like that. And my kids are, you know, I don't know, down some hallway that smells very much like popcorn. And, you know, hopefully they're getting something out of this, right? There, there's a sense of space. Now we're, we're physical creatures. We need space, but there's also a temptation when then we think about that image to be either fearful or uncomfortable or going, I'm not sure I want to have to move those chairs, or I'm not sure I want to have to pack and unpack, and and I'm not sure if I can invite my neighbor to be a part of that. And There's a lot of questions that get raised with regard to space that are big questions, and obviously there's a lot of financial pieces attached to that. You're trying to reach people, all that. It really adds up, and so probably the most frequent question I was getting during the last season has been, where? Right, where are you meeting? What, what, what you got a building yet? You know the, those kinds of things just getting tossed out there, and, uh, and and I've watched as more people have gotten involved in that vision has grown. 
they have pushed, right? Uh, they have gone farther than where I would have taken it. And uh, and in the midst of that, uh, I have had my own faith challenged and also gotten to watch as God has provided. Because at this point now, we actually have secured in, uh, a lease for a 5,400-square-foot facility in a beautiful context right there on the bluffs of Port Washington with the lake in view. I mean, you can't get much more lakeside than this. And, uh, and yet, it's that it's a tool that's in just the right location at just the right time to reach people. So uh, talk a little bit about that journey with the facility. Just go into a little that's bit right. of detail because there was an enormous amount of time devoted to this. I mean, how, how do you even start when you think about facility for a church plant? I know. And that's, that, that's of course, been uh, the, the, the drain, right, of, of feeling like, oh, man, when are we going to get this figured out? And I was encouraged along the way to hear that, you know, sometimes church planners are still trying to figure this out month a month going into things. And so that can happen. But, you know, as we uh, started out, my first piece was, I don't want to try to do this alone. And so we got a search team together. We investigated, you know, all the options in the area. We took criteria down. I mean, they had the same form. They were taking everywhere, building that out. And then a unique option came up where a developer in the area was looking to build a new building in a particular neighborhood that they were uh, already working on. But they weren't going to build this building yet unless they suddenly had a tenant that was really interested. And there was a certain faith element uh, in that developer that wanted to see potentially a, 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 a church or something like that work with us. And uh, and so as we began to look into that more and more, it seemed as if there was a potential of being able to work that out together. Uh, now, you're doing something bigger, and so it's just going to take a lot more time. We're brand new. That certainly slows down the process a bit. But also, they were new to this. This was their first commercial piece on this property. And so that that presented some challenges. Uh, we were able to continue to work through that. God provides some really great people through ABC to be able to help us that had gifts, talents, abilities in this direction. And then along the way, as different obstacles came up and I was sitting there going, I don't know if we're going to make it. Uh, God came through again and again. And I saw this deal where I thought, you know, potentially die four times, keep getting re- resurrected. And and here we were uh, being able to finally sign, cross the finish line and uh, figuring out the finances, figuring out the language of the contract, uh, the timing on things and being able to move that forward. So we have part of the who Established. We've got a church planter, we've got elders, we've got a continuing expanding leadership group of people for LAC. We have um, the financial side of that. The fundraising has come in, and we have successfully, through the Lord's goodness and faithfulness, scaled the summit of the financial part of it. And, uh, and facility. These are major, major components of being able to launch a church in a healthy manner. Now, one other thing, though, that John, I want you to talk about a bit is is how um, because I think pregnancy is a great way to think about this. Alliance Bible Church is pregnant with another church, so you've got another human being inside you that's continuing to grow and develop. And you've done some very practical things through at the table 
that um, has helped this new entity to continue to coalesce around each other. Uh, talk a little bit about what the, what those gatherings have been, because people may not even know they've been happening, right. and uh, and what they're accomplishing. Yeah. It's, well, from the beginning, we were meeting with people, right? From from the get-go, gathering people uh, either on a monthly or bi-monthly basis. We started out with setting the table, and then we moved to being at the table. But those gatherings looked like prayer. They, they looked like meals. They, they looked like conversations, trying to help people get to know who is who around here and uh, sharing testimonies about this, but also then casting some vision for the work. At this point, they look like something that's fairly structured. Uh, they, they look like an hour and a half gathering where we where everyone pulls together, we do a meal together, we have some fun together, everyone's around tables together, and then we, we cast some vision for what what is this community looking like. We actually already offer Lakeside Kids. So we actually, we, we'll have usually somewhere between 10 and 15 volunteers working with 30 kids uh, in a separate room and so forth. And then I'm there with other directors, other leaders, having the chance to help present, answer questions, talk about things, about where we're headed next and what, what do we have to do next. And, and along the way, of course, we also share a lot of plans. You know, we, we release booklets. You know, I, we, we wrote a 22-page booklet that, uh, that helps shape, hey, where are we headed over the next six months? We've done that twice now. You know, it takes a lot of that kind of work and communication. Yeah. So uh, what's, what is next? As you, as you yeah. look out a little bit here, we've, we've journeyed a year. We've got some of these things are buttoned up. Uh, there's still some work to go. Where, where do you see this now over the next several months? Well, we have largely cared for the internal work that needed to happen. So, you, you know, you think about how many plans go into one thing. You think about articles and bylaws and, and, and backgrounds and all this kind of stuff. And so we've, we've developed a lot of the plans, and now we're really moving into more and more of the ministry and execution of those things and building awareness around this and, uh, and moving into the community as a whole. And so that is where we're headed next. It's really, it's now you've assembled some troops, let's go ahead and move on into the breach. And so that's that's where we're at, and it's exciting to see that. It's exciting to see the ministry flame in people's eyes where they're going, hey, I want to be a part of this. What can I do? And so that's that's that next piece of the journey for us. Yeah. So uh, as people are thinking about Lakeside Alliance Church, as they're thinking about praying for Lakeside Alliance Church, what give us give us a couple of action items now for those who might be listening to this, uh, what is it? What is it we need now? What what is what is what is hot right now for you in terms of thinking about how people can be activated through prayer or other things yeah. um, to continue to press forward? Well, I'm glad you brought that because prayer support has been really key. The, these things have not gotten done because uh, John or Brian or the team is so phenomenal. They've gotten done because God has moved us forward on rocks that we could not move. Definitely. We've seen that with great clarity. <laughs> yeah. These are big rocks. These are big rocks. And the, and so it's challenged our faith. And that's actually what I would invite prayer for. One of the verses that God has just impressed on me during this has been Isaiah 41. 10. Fear not, for I am with you. 
for I am your God, right? I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that call to have big faith in the, in the position of looking at a bigger vision and to not be afraid because you are there with a bigger God, mm-hmm. <laughs> that God has grown bigger in your eyes. Kind of like Lucy in Narnia, where, mm-hmm. where Aslan reminds her that every year as she grows, that he grows bigger in her sights, right? That is so true and what we need. And so I would the number one thing I'd ask for is prayer that our courage would grow as we get a bigger vision of God and His glory. What else? You know, the second thing would be praying for the other third, we're, we're, we've gathered about two thirds of our initial starting congregation, and I'd be praying for that second th- or that last third that that we need uh, to be able to to get this movement going, sustained, staffed, you know, et cetera. Uh, and then, um, really, third is just uh, openness in the community as we now begin to do more ministry there. We we have some we have some ideas as to what we would like to see happen, and we just have to, you know, really have favor with people and some openness from them to be able to to keep moving forward. Yeah. These are exciting times. These are exciting times for the people of Alliance Bible Church. Even those who are not going out with the plant have been, uh, they'll, they'll ask me, where are we at? How are we doing? And there's there's definitely a vested interest in it and a desire to, to support in some way, shape, or form. And so, uh, if you are out there listening and maybe you're hearing about this for the first time, maybe this is uh, a, a potential for you, I would encourage you to just give that over to the Lord and see what He does in your life. And I also want to express my gratitude uh, to God for all of you, the People of Alliance Bible Church, who have really rallied around this, whether it's financially or just with your prayer support or your encouragement. Um, it has really been remarkable to see Uh, how many people have jumped on board with this vision and uh, really want to see it to to its fruition. And so stay tuned. Uh, There's more to come. There's more to come. We'll have lots more to talk about in the future. But for now, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.